and welcome to Art and the Environment. My name is Katherine Lathrop, and on this episode, we'll be discussing the political ecology of Cristo and John Claude's environmental installation, Surrounded Islands. In an influential 1863 essay, the French poet and art critic Charles Baudelaire observed that modernity was fundamentally defined by change. Therefore, he believed, artists should capture the ephemeral, the fugitive, the contingent, in art as a way of expressing the beauty of their period. Writing amid the physical and social upheavals of Second Empire France, Baudelaire viewed the modern artist as wandering the streets looking for signs that characterized the era. Transience and transformation made modernity an aesthetic spectacle, affording opportunities for innovative ideas. Baudelaire declared, quote, nature teaches us nothing or practically nothing, end quote. This kind of thinking influenced aesthetic theory and criticism for generations until the environmental movement of the 1960s in the United States began to shift the public's perception of nature. People began to appreciate the land on which they were living and fought to create legislation that would promote the environment. This new understanding of nature translated into how art was understood and evaluated, both in the frame of environmentalism and politics. One environmental conflict that poses an interesting study on the political, social, and environmental impacts is environmental art. The concept of, of environmental art can be broken into two categories, that which is created to address an environmental issue and that which is a work of art created in an environmental landscape in order to highlight the space and produce something beautiful. The two artists, Christo and Jean-Claude, pose an interesting case as they arguably walk the line between both understandings. The art they produced together does not outwardly make a comment on an environmental issue as it overtly harnesses the beauty of the landscape or its political nature. However, Christo and Jean-Claude began their work in the 1960s at the beginning of the environmental movement and received harsh criticisms for the potentially harmful effects of their works. It is important to understand the political and environmental context of the artist's work in order to fully grasp the nature of their productions and how they relate to the historical and social fabric of the societies in which they were made. It is therefore important to first understand the environmental movement. The rise of environmentalism was sparked in the 1960s with the publication of Rachel Carson's Silent Springs on September 27, 1962. The book documents the adverse environmental effects caused by the indiscriminate use of pesticides, specifically decreasing bird populations. Carson accused the chemical industry of spreading disinformation and public officials of accepting the industry's marketing claims unquestioningly. Environmental concerns were brought to the American people who then began to notice the impact of their actions and technologies on the ecosystems around them, resulting in a fight to create change. The environmental movement specifically was a diverse scientific, social, and political movement for addressing environmental issues. 
environmentalists advocated for the sustainable management of resources and stewardship of the environment through the changes in public policy and individual behavior. In its recognition of the human as a participant in ecosystems, the movement was centered on ecology, health, and human rights. As a result, there was an increased focus on human behavior and how it impacted all living creatures in the environment, as well as the function of its system. This growing environmental movement therefore led to an increased awareness of large-scale projects, such as those of Christo and Jean-Claude. The two artists met in Paris in 1958, when Christo was commissioned to paint a portrait of Jean-Claude's mother. They were soon married and have been creating works of art together until Jean-Claude's death in 2009. The first environmental work they created together was the Iron Curtain, which was a stack of barrels, oil barrels to be specific, blocking a street in Paris. This work used the space in which it was set to draw attention from the passerby. However, with each project, the vision became more ambitious. Christo and Jean-Claude, um, their large outdoor works involve numerous social interactions between the public citizen, the artists, and government officials because they are created in public and governmentally owned spaces. Much debate has therefore been stimulated around the impact of their creations on the environment and society. There is concern around the potentially harmful environmental impacts on the ecosystem, while others question the resulting complex political and social interactions. In order to fully understand the political ecology of their work, one must examine the environmental and social impacts of their individual creations. Specifically, the artist's work, Surrounded Islands, will be examined. Surrounded Islands, conceived um, in 1980, is one of Christo and Jean-Claude's largest works. This creation was made in the context of 11 islands off the coast of Miami, where the artist surrounded each one with pink skirts made of fabric fitted to the curves of the islands. Environmental critics of this piece were concerned it would harm the island's ecosystems, such as the patterns of the birds. There was also concern for the manatees who could be at risk of the floating pink fabrics. Furthermore, the artist also faced the issue of possibly defacing the land as the work was at risk of negatively affecting the vegetation and beaches, which could have, have had lasting negative implications. As a result of the concerns around the harmful environmental impacts, it took three years of negotiating with both private and public bodies in order to gain approval for the project. In, 18, in 1983, the project finally came into fruition. It involved some 6.5 million square feet of polypropylene fabric and could be seen from miles down the coast. Though it was in place for just two weeks, the project attracted thousands of visitors and proved to be a landmark in Florida's cultural history. Although Christo and Jean-Claude were allowed to realize their project in 1983, the possible negative impacts remained a topic of controversy among many viewers. The environmental movement had only increased in power into the 1980s with the passage of environmental legislation, such as the Endangered Species Act of 1973, the Federal Land Policy and Management Act of 1976, 
and the Superfund Act in 1980. Additionally, the Environmental Protection Agency was established in 1970 and more than doubled its staff and budget by 1981. It is therefore clear that regulating human impact on the environment was still a top priority to the public who were working to ignite concern and discourse around Cristo and Jean-Claude's installation. Furthermore, much of the debate about the project was fueled by the lack of response from the artists on the meaning of their project. In regards to the controversy around surrounded islands, Cristo and Jean-Claude argued their concept was not harmful to the ecosystem of the islands. The artists argue they are, quote, the cleanest artists in the world, end quote, as everything is removed and their large-scale works of art are temporary. Furthermore, the sites are restored to their original condition and most materials are recycled. In Florida, for the surrounded islands, the site was actually returned to a better condition as 40 tons of garbage from the 11 islands were removed. Cristo and Jean-Claude even stated they work to make the public aware of the environment through their artwork. However, the artists never give a direct purpose for the installations they produce. As a result, their projects become ambiguous in meaning. This ambiguity allows for a variety of interpretations and resulting discourse, which ultimately brings more attention to the project. In addition, the in addition to the political conflicts aforementioned. This attention is important because it brings notice to the environmental implications as to not let the issue be forgotten from the minds of the public. As a result, even if the projects do cause harm to the ecosystems in which they are created, the ultimate conversation around the art will result in more progress toward environmental legislation and growing social movements. Surrounded Islands is therefore a complex example of how large-scale environmental art installations created social, environmental, and political conflicts during the height of the environmental movement. However, despite the question of whether the projects actually cause harm or not, the conversations surrounding the pieces generate awareness around our human interaction with the environment. Overall, Art can help us surmount destructive forms of ignorance by bearing witness to all our relations with ecosystems that might otherwise be seen as foreign and distant others. Pink lining around an island can render the far off to be intimate, refusing the dismissal of present ecological and political issues. Cristo and Jean-Claude use their circumscribed small islands as portals into immense ecological and social processes, deepening our kinship with human and more than human inhabitants of our planet.